0: Welcome, everybody, and thank you all for tuning in. Lady Parabliss, as we see, she's not here today, but we're going to keep her in our prayers because she is doing well. She went out um, because she wasn't feeling well, but she's doing way better than she expected. So we're going to keep Deborah Wright, our Lady Parabliss, in our prayers. She asked me to fill in for her today, and it was my pleasure to fill in for her today. And when I got here, I didn't know what I was going to speak about, but I have so much information. So today, what I'm going to talk about is um, abuse. Again, as you know, I wrote a book, Not By Myself, mm-hmm. and it's it's about my experience, um, experiencing child abuse and Um, Unforeseen situations as some call it But God Blessed me He healed me He restored me And he gave me this opportunity To be a voice For those who are still suffering from abuse Those who are afraid to come out And share their story But the twist to what God Had called me to do Is to be a voice For our silent Victims I'm not sure if you know who the silent victims are But silent victims are men Men who suffer In silence from abuse Now when our children When they were little Some of them came to us To let us us know That they were being bullied Parents Ran to their child's rescue See whatever was going on That's where abuse can begin So if our children come to us When they are babies and they let us know about someone um, just making them feel uncomfortable, that can continue on until their adulthood. So abuse, when it comes to abuse, domestic violence, sexual assault, sexual violence, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, nobody is exempt from any type of abuse. So our silent victims, which are men, we have so many men out there who suffer from the same types of abuse that women suffer from. Men are afraid to come out and share their stories. And when God healed me, God showed me how to take the right steps in the direction to be a voice for the silent victims. I did a lot of research um, these organizations that I'm affiliated with Which is Domestic Violence for Women And it's another organization It's at the C- our city mission um, It's called Crossroads That's another organization that I'm going to become involved in To be a voice for the men Who suffer silently from, vic- from abuse Now when it comes Again when it comes to Are men suffering from abuse? It shouldn't be difficult for anyone to come out and share their story. Everybody has a right to be heard, believed, and understood without being ridiculed. Men, most of the men in society today, they have so many pressures. A lot of people may not be, they are unaware of. So when men suffer in silence from verbal abuse or any type of physical abuse, they might be a little bit too embarrassed to come out and share their story. And that's why it's not a lot of resources, resources, I'm sorry, to help men come out to become healed and become survivors of abuse. Now, abuse, again, ranges from verbal, emotional, financial, yes, financial abuse also, and then spiritual abuse. Yes, some people don't believe that there's a such thing as spiritual abuse, but we have leaders, a number of leaders, Um, it's been in the news where some leaders were Abusing God's word and manipulating his congregation But God sees and he hears everything so nobody I don't care what it is you're doing Nobody is going to be They're not going to get away with anything because God sees everything and when you use the word of God to Abuse The punishment, I can't imagine what the punishment is, but our men who suffer from silence, they suffer from abuse. I am uh, trying to work on putting some programs together for men to come out and share their stories without feeling embarrassed or ashamed or ridiculed. That's the first step for anybody who's suffering from abuse. I had to I had to take that first step. I suffered for many years from depression. And I got to the point where I was tired of feeling depressed in my spirit. So I cried out to God. I prayed. I prayed and I had patience because I knew God is a healer. He's a healer. So that's why I am happy to receive the assignment that he placed on my heart I could talk about abuse because I am again I am a survivor and I share my stories because I'm no longer attached to my stories and that's why I always share my stories and sometimes I'd be amazed when I share my stories a lot of people just open up and they share their stories with me and they would just say they never thought anybody would be patient enough to listen to them Or understand anything and they thought they were the only ones suffering from abuse but no once you share your story with someone and you know you're no longer attached to your situations then you can help someone else become survivors because everybody has a right to heal We have our children now who's suffering silently with this COVID, a lot of people are now, the shutdown and is making things worse. Domestic violence rates has gone up because the centers where people can go and get help, those centers are now closed or you need an appointment and this make it a little bit more difficult for victims to to get the help that they need, and if people are now afraid to step out, they're going to continue, and then matters get worse. We have children committing suicide. Uh, we have adults committing suicide, and a lot of times people can't understand why why a child. Could commit suicide or what could be going on in that child's mind but if a parent doesn't take their time to actually sit down and communicate openly communicate with your children so you can understand what's going on in your children's mind because children have stories we have a lot of parents that say well I'm out there trying to make sure my kid is well taken care of but take the time out to let your child initiate the conversation So that you can get a better understanding of your child Because children, we we would never know what they are going through Because they are silent And then sometimes the children lash out their behavior You have to pay close attention to their behavior Because something may be going on And again, they might be afraid to share their story But if parents pay attention to their children and let your child initiate the conversation and just open up and listen to your child, then you'll get a better understanding of what your child may be going through. Children have a voice. It's amazing that you can hold a conversation with a two-year-old. I have a two-year-old great-niece, and she's, she's not two yet. She'll be two in October, and she's just... Adorable, and she will hold a conversation. She asks questions, or you can ask her a question. She'll give you the best answer that she know how to give. So, children, babies, they do have a voice. So, parents, please pay attention to your children. Again, abuse starts as actually abuse starts as early as pregnancy. Some women may not understand the abuse and the damage that they are causing their unborn baby. If a woman is with child or she's pregnant and she's she has bad habits, drinking or smoking or whatever it is, those types of behavior, behaviors are actually damaging the baby's brain development. And when the baby is born with um, dysfunctions it could possibly come from the bad habits that the parents the mothers are um, experiencing during her pregnancy and then again like if the mom is not, if she's highly stressed, all of these behaviors has an effect on that unborn baby's brain development and some parents, some mothers may not believe or understand the damaging effects. So abuse actually starts before the baby is born. And then when the baby is born, the development is slow. You have a the average toddler between the age of 1 and 5 and because they're not developing this at the same rate of other children in that age range, the parent may not understand that their child or their baby has a development disability because of the bad behavior and that's the abuse that's where abuse can start and then if you again if you're not openly communicating with your baby or your loved one you will miss a lot of signs of your child being um abused again i was my first instance my first Incident is when I was five years old. Yes, I remember. I remember it like it was yesterday and Because I was told that I Would get in trouble if I told anyone I was a kid. I didn't know what else to do so My first incident happened when I was five years old. I never told my mom and because I was quiet Nobody ever asked me what was wrong. I was just a quiet child because I was afraid. So parents, pay attention to little signs like that. If your child is quiet, they may be quiet for a reason. Pay attention, ask questions, and allow your children to openly communicate with you and try to understand them from where they are. When you hold a conversation with your child, please do not try to... Talk to them like they are already Adults most children They can't and they Won't understand Or perceive things from our Perspective so that's why It's good to open up and Let them open the conversation And you just listen to them The second part of my Situation is when I was being bullied Bullying Is another form of Abuse again Um, Bullying can start As early as Kindergarten First grade Or whatever it is And if your child Is being bullied Again They may not say anything But you have to pay attention To your child's behavior Because If something is going on And you notice that Your child's behavior Is different Again Communication We always stress it As adults Communication Is the key To a successful relationship Communication is the key To having a successful Connection with your Child because your child Is a reflection of you And if you don't communicate And you, you'll never understand Why your child's behavior is Something that you can't uh, uh, Believe oh my child is doing this And my child is doing that But again it's it's good to Pay attention to your children Again my book I share a lot of Um, information in regards to the things that I went through. Bullying is one of them. And when I talk about bullying, yes, this is serious. Bullying is very serious. And over the past few years, we've seen how children go into schools and commit these mass murders. It's real. That's real because those children, we don't know what those children were experiencing abuse or whatever it could have been but it got to the point where something or someone pushed them to that point and that's why they went in and committed those mass murders my experience and this is my experience this is why I say bullying is real my experience is when I was in high school I was in high school I was still being bullied on from childhood up until high school and yes I was pushed to that point I was pushed to that point I went home I grabbed a knife I grabbed a knife and I went back to the high school and yes I went, my my intention was to kill this person that was bullying on me so when you're, when you're in those situations And somebody push you to the point Of just you don't care anymore It will happen I can't remember I think it was one of the It was a principal or the security guard Caught me coming back in the, in the building And I don't know how he found the knife on me But I ended up getting Suspended and I let him know what was going on and who the person was that was bullying on me. So, again, bullying is real. Now, if I did kill that person, I don't know what my life, I would probably still be in jail. I don't know what my life would be like right now. So, again, my, my parents, they didn't know I was being bullied on. I never told anybody because I was afraid. So, you know, we we have to, again, pay attention to our children so we can understand because they have these behaviors for a reason. We cannot keep ignoring them. You know, they're they're committing suicide at a young age. And then if, if they continue on into their adulthood, you know, these young men, our children, if they... If they are being molested. Or whatever the case. Abuse psychologically. Emotionally. Emotional abuse is terrible. So if we have our children. Our young men. Our baby boys. Being emotionally abused. And they continue into their adulthood. With that abuse. They will in turn. They won't know how to. Except any other behavior outside of what they were experiencing as children. So that's where abuse can start with men and men, again, men are more afraid to come out and share their stories because of the because of what society has put, placed on them. Men are supposed to be the breadwinners—they're supposed to take care of home. All of these pressures that men already have on them, they—you have a lot of men who's trying their very best to do what they can to take care of their home, but they are still being abused. I am a coach. I am a mentor. I work with people, and I had one young man I was working with, and his story almost brought me to tears because he was sharing with me how his wife had abused him and he didn't know what else to do. He was being abused emotionally and financially. And a lot of times people don't, those are the types of abuse for me, for me that's not visible because He was still continuing on to work and take care of his family all while being emotionally and financially abused. And when I say financially abused, his wife was taking their money and providing for her quote-unquote lover. So that's a form of abuse that some men can go through or they can experience. And the emotional abuse is, is because he was trying, still trying to do everything he could to take care of his family. And he didn't want anybody to know what was going on because he didn't think a whole lot about emotional abuse, the name-calling and everything. He would go to work, and, it, you know, everybody liked him at work because of his personality, but he didn't know how to... Tell anyone about his situation, and then there was another situation with a young man. He had he, he was getting taking care of his home and everything, and he had a drinking He He was he was like an alcoholic, he called himself an alcoholic. And his wife would always ask him, Why did he drink so much? and sometimes he would get emotional when he would drink heavily and he finally told her that he was molested by his dad it was difficult for him to tell her before they were married but he found it in his heart because he loved his family but before they were married he never let his spouse know that he was molested by his dad. So yes, when I say men are silent victims when it comes to abuse and and nobody is exempt from being abused. And I looked up the word domestic violence and the in the definition it just said aggressive behavior by a spouse or a partner, typically in a home. Nowhere did it say domestic violence or aggressive behavior only against a woman or a child or an elderly person. So domestic violence happens with men as well as women. And I looked up the word abuse. Abuse is just behavior that's done on a regular a consistent basis to cause harm to intentionally cause harm but again in that definition there was nowhere I didn't read where it just said women children or elderly now there's a, another thing I like to address in regards to some men who's suffering from abuse and silence and Society uses this term, disability. I don't care for that term. I use the term, I use the words, mentally, it's it's a mental difference because everybody is able to do the same things but they just do them differently. So we have adults with mental differences and because they don't know how to express themselves we have there's the parents who are actually doing they are the abusers so these adults who have mental differences they don't know how to express those situations to anyone because it is the parents that's in the home that are the abusers so those are the other silent victims And again, parents, these are, your children are a reflection of you. So if you can abuse something that you have brought into this world, God gave you, God gave you that child. And if you can find it in your heart to just abuse something that's a part of you, you have to seek help. They always say, Hurt people hurt people. And that that holds a lot of truth because when I was hurt, I was getting ready to go out there and hurt someone who was hurting me. And that's that's not good. I thank God for intervening at the right time because, again, if I would have took that knife and I would have stabbed this person, Lord knows where I would be at right now I I don't know So um, you know we, We have to pay attention to what our children Are experiencing Because again Abuse starts as early as birth And if it doesn't start At birth Somewhere in that child's life Something can happen Again on the back of my book It says children are born to bring An abundance of joy to their family but we have to be aware that's, that evil is lurking Evil, evil lurks and you can have someone in your family a family friend if you're not careful most of the abuse if it's not from a parent if it's not from a parent then It could be from a family friend. We have to be careful of our loved one's surroundings. We have to pay attention to who we have in our child's surroundings because those people that we trust, even if it's not the parent doing the abusing, it can be someone that the parents trust, a family member, a friend, or whoever. Um, So we have to pay attention to who we have around our children Again this book here um, the, the small part is It says not by myself But then there's another section in the book It says not by yourself So again in this book You can find Good information in regards to um, Finding ways To just Voice your opinion If you don't have someone you can trust Just pray and ask God to just hear you. It's always you have to start somewhere. So again, I am I'm going to be an advocate or a voice for our silent victims, which are the men, the men who suffer abuse and silence. Someone has to step forward and help our men because our men, as we see in today's society, they are experiencing so much, and we have to make sure that we women be a stronger support for the men in our lives, whether it's a husband, a fiancé, a brother, a uncle, a cousin, whoever, because these things that's going on in our community— these men if we don't know them personally they they are still a part of our community so it's important for us to make sure we be the voice and we understand our men and you know we can't just say men can't be abused because they're strong and they're supposed to be the dominant ones that's not always the case That is not always the case because men suffer from abuse just like women. So I would just like, I'm just going to let everybody know that I'm going to be that voice. I'm going to continue to be that voice for men who are suffering silently from abuse. So I would like, I just want to take this time to thank you all. Just come, I came just. For a few minutes I was filling in for Miss Deborah And she just she's a wonderful spirit And I thank her so much for Allowing me this opportunity to fill in for her And we're going to keep her lifted in our prayers Because she will be back She will be back because she is a warrior So we're going to take these few minutes And we're just going to pray Father God in the name of Jesus I want to thank you Thank you for this precious moment that you have blessed us all with. For the listeners, Lord God, I pray that you will just intervene, Lord God. Just meet them in their heart, right there where they are. For those who are suffering silently in their spirit, Lord God, you know them because you have created them. And you say all things will work out for their good because you are a healer, Lord God. And I pray and I believe you for everything. And I trust that you have already made your way to their heart, Lord God, and their mind. And you have began their healing. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm.